0: Hello, wow it really had some some bass
1: I uh, see I don't hear the bass
0: bass 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 I'm not hearing that all your bass
1: are belong to us
0: that was the <laughs> first viral video
1: oh are we gonna talk about
0: that That was the first viral video all your bass are belong to us oh because we're talking about video games now
1: welcome to one topic where we stick to one topic my name's autumn Fisher
0: my name is Greg Russ
1: And uh, it's your turn today, Greg. What is your topic?
0: Well, it's a very wide topic, but this all came about because the other night you sent me a video. You have this NES emulator that's got every Nintendo 8-bit video game in existence on it. It's not
1: just NES. It's Super Nintendo. It's regular Nintendo Entertainment System. It's uh, uh, Sega, I think. It has arcade games on there. It has...
0: So it's got everything from a certain era. Video games is the topic. Uh, Specifically, though, I think we're going to focus on these kind of games. Because you sent me, as I said, you're playing this emulator. And you're sending me screenshots of California games. And I went off. Because I hate California games. (laughs) I hated that video game. So the, the video you sent, you were playing... It's hacky sack. I forget what they call it. Foot bag. They call yeah, it they f-
1: call it something. I guess hacky sack is trademarked. Just like frisbee. They call it like flying disc.
0: Yeah, so there you go. So the, yeah, there's a products trademark. So the bag f- and the f- flying disc. So California games, this is what brought this topic to mind. And as I said, fuck California games. Because I rented that game as a kid thinking it'd be cool. And the events, foot bag, why? boring as fuck, flying disc, throwing a frisbee, no thanks. And then the cool ones like surfing and BMX and roller skating and half pipe, they were very difficult and it yeah. wasn't fun.
1: Um, I agree that they were very difficult, but once you got the hang of them, you felt amazing. Or you because... felt
0: accomplished. I, yes. I, I also blame that game for bringing Hacky Sack to the mainstream. You know, footbag, I could see being a California thing. That these dudes on the beach are playing. And then the next thing you know, at my middle school in the parking yeah. lot, you've got people hackying. And then it becomes a culture. It becomes a culture yeah. that goes along with clothing and the
1: Dreadlocks. Sort of, you know, White guys with dreadlocks.
0: And I blame California games for that.
1: Uh I remember a time when I felt like I really want to learn how to hacky sack and I want to learn how to do it better than I am now. Like there that was a that was a big deal. You're right, in like middle school.
0: Which, this game was released in 87, but that was for Apple II and Commodore 64. I don't know when it was ported to Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for a year. But anyway, 89, I I I think it... No, that was the Atari Lynx. That was the handheld Atari equivalent of the Game Boy, which had a color screen, which I bought. You did? Yeah, it was a lot. I mowed a lot of lawns for that thing. And uh, (laughs) the only game I could ever afford was Rampage.
1: Oh man!
0: I just, but it was an eight through battery, so it didn't have a rechargeable battery. Oh, did
1: it take like six double A's?
0: Yeah, and then they were done within an hour.
1: Yeah, I remember my. I had a Sega Genesis, no, Sega Game Gear, that I also had saved up for, and it used a billion batteries. Unless you plugged it, in, like kept it in the wall. But if I was on a road trip, I had a good forty five minutes with that thing. Yeah, that playing was it. Aladdin. I loved playing Aladdin. Oh, yeah,
0: that was a good one for the, uh, for the, the, Game Gear. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. My sister had the Game Gear, and I ended up playing it more than she did, even though it was...
1: There's an an Aladdin for every single platform, it turns out. And they're all really similar. They just have upgraded and a little bit of tweaked graphics.
0: Well, I feel like the Sega Genesis Aladdin was pretty good, too. Yeah. at at the time playing it, a lot of times those those movie video games, they were hit or miss, or anything that was based on a TV show, hit or miss. Uh, Looney Tunes, for example, I think was a... uh, um, no, no. Tiny Toons. Excuse me. The Tiny Toons was a pretty good one. And Is
1: that uh, on... What game system is that?
0: I think that was Sega Genesis. And then oh, uh, Animaniacs geez. was one I enjoyed playing also. That was based so on... So
1: what systems did you have in the house?
0: Yeah, so we can start there. So the California games you were playing was the NES version.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I am very connected to the original Nintendo because that's all I had besides the Game Gear, which was totally different. Like other people... Like I think my, my friend Anna had uh, a nintendo 64 what is that what it does?
0: there wasn't no super nintendo she had a super nintendo that was the next one
1: okay yeah she had super nintendo and that's where you know i thought that was i mean the future we were playing lion king and it looked beautiful
0: oh yeah that did that was that was a nice one too
1: yeah um i think disney cared about
0: the actual look of their game a bit because a lot of times those games were money grabs right so it was the tied to. Oh,
1: yeah. Have you seen there's I, I didn't realize this, but looking through my retro thing is uh Beethoven, the video game like the that dog.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was no reason for that game. Remember, we're, we're just jumping all over the place, but I guess we can start here. The video games that were tied to the products. Uh, the Domino's Noid. Remember that Ooh, there was a video yes. game? Oh, that's bad. The Noid video game. And for some reason, I would rent that one over and over and i'm sure if i played it now it was awful but uh i at the time i enjoyed it
1: the noid the noid did you have to avoid him you were him you were you're supposed to avoid the noid no
0: you played as the noid
1: oh my gosh
0: money grabs that was i think early video games um they quickly got into that like anything else toys at the time uh, cartoons were created just to market toys. It's like there's a really shitty cartoon with an awful plot and an awful story arc. uh, who cares? The kids are gonna watch it and they're gonna want to buy the toys.
1: Well, that's how I started feeling about movies at some point like once the video games started to get very intricate, um, uh, I just kept thinking when I would watch a movie like, oh, they're just gonna include this bullshit in a video game like in um in a a star Star Wars whatever the third one's called Revenge of the Sith or something. Uh, remember when she's in that factory and she's going back, and she's like on that conveyor belt and she's having to avoid the things like chopping and blocking. And you know, I was just watching that like, this is just going to be in the video game or, or any of those movies around that time. I felt like we're just mates because they're going to make a video game and then they're going to have them have to do this thing in the video game, like fly around on this or whatever.
0: Back um, to the future was one. Did you ever play the Back to the Future video game? No. One of the most difficult games that really had nothing to do with the movie at all. You started as Marty McFly on a skateboard. Uh That's the connection. Oh, Marty skates. And at the bottom, instead of a traditional timer, the photo that fades throughout the movie, you had the faces and the faces would start fading out. And If they completely faded out, the level was lost. But you're skating through streets that have things that nothing to do with the games i feel like there were runaway lawnmowers you had to avoid and then at some point you get to the cafe and a thousand biffs are coming at you or biffs goons and you throw sundays at them ice cream (laughs) sundaes to keep them at bay it was it was a ridiculous game um but i i think just so we have some structure to this did i tell you i hate california games Like, I hated California games. And this is is when I got into Nintendo. California games couldn't stand it. So, (laughs) I won't bring it up again, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) But let's just start. We'll start with the NES, because I think that's the first one. And we'll probably focus on this mostly. um, Because I feel like it's the most I have to... uh, The the thing I have the most to say about. But uh, my friends all had the NES before. I Mm -hmm. did. And then I wanted it. And then one Christmas... My I, I was. My mom's like, I think maybe Santa will bring it to you. And then I opened all my gifts and there was no Nintendo. And uh, I cried like a spoiled piece of shit. Aww. I cried. And then my mom said, no, no, well, what's this? Hidden way out of the way where you would never find it. And then it was the Nintendo. Aww. But then I felt like an asshole. Even as a kid, I didn't understand that. But I was like, I just threw a fit kind of. And now I got the thing I wanted. <laughs> and I don't feel good about this. Right. But so, <laughs> that, that was it. That was the introduction. Then I had the Nintendo, and I was in bliss.
1: What was your game? Did it come with uh, Super Mario?
0: It came with... Uh, I had the Power Pad pack. So it had Super Mario oh. Duck Hunt and uh, the uh, the game that went with it, the Power Pad, which I can't remember the name of. I feel like it was Olympic something.
1: Oh, the Power Pad. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was... I never had the Power Pad, but we had... I think the first games was just the one cartridge of mario and duck hunt together
0: yeah you were poor
1: yeah no we weren't I'm poor just, but my
0: <laughs> I just, that's the way i gauged my friends uh you got the pack that only had super mario brothers and duck hunt with the gray gun
1: yes the gray gun did you have an orange gun
0: yeah but that was only changed as a kid i thought the orange one was cooler but that was one of those stupid safety things so good to make a bright orange in case it kid takes the gun outside.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, because that looks like a real gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. The noise it makes is so satisfying. The click? Yes. Uh, well, the... yours, maybe yours is different because the gray one, anyway, had like a really springy click to it. It was great. I miss it.
0: The gun was the same. Okay. In just different color. No, I know mm. what you're talking about with that springy click. Yeah. Did you ever play Duck Hunt, though? Yes. For an extended period? Sure. All right.
1: I was into it. I was good. At first, I remember standing right up to the TV with that gun and just, like, right up to the screen, clink, clink, and getting them all (laughs) the time. And then I realized, like, this is no fun. I'm just winning. I have to challenge myself. And I would get further and further back. And then I would do well. But I remember watching, like, my mom was really into playing Mario. And, of course, she was better at it because she was an adult. And she would play it. And I never understood. I was like, how do you know when to jump, like, over the lava in between when those fireballs are coming up and down. Like, how do you know when to go? And she says, timing. And I just remember like timing. I didn't know what that meant, but I knew I was going to (laughs) figure out. I don't know what that means has something to do with jumping. (laughs) So I must've been pretty little. um, Cause yeah, I did not understand how to, how how do you know when to go?
0: So because your parents played it, did they actually buy it for themselves?
1: I don't know. I think that I remember there was. I only have one little memory of like hearing them play it when they were having a party.
0: That's so and thinking,
1: st- you know, okay, that's it's
0: fun. so strange to me. It, one, it's nineteen eighty-three is when the Nintendo came out. Okay, uh, I think maybe that so- was in Japan. In the Eighty-five. I was so young. The point is, we were very young when this thing came out. Eighty-five, let's say. In, in North America, so we were three years old. I didn't have it when I was three. I feel like by the time I got it, I was maybe seven or eight.
1: So, oh, okay, so, I think we had it in. I think that we had it in the house when I was like five or six.
0: So yeah, your parents probably bought it for themselves. Yeah, which you bringing up the fact that they played it at parties, it makes sense. There's nothing wrong with
1: we it. We did have an Atari before that, but I don't recall a lot about it. There was some like cat, which I've I found it on this um, the thing that I have is called a. Retro Pi and the little hard drive thing is called a Raspberry Pi. If anybody knows what that means. I don't know what that means, but it's a thing. And um I I found this like cat and mouse Atari game on there. And I used to play that a lot, but I don't I don't I remember like being with my grandmom and my parents leaving and me playing this cat and mouse game. And I remember it looking a lot different than, you know, I expected it to look a certain way when I went to find and it didn't look that way anymore. (laughs) It's weird how your brain, like, fills in the gaps. Um, But, yeah, so I guess my parents were kind of into video games because they had the Atari and then they got the Nintendo.
0: I can see your dad loving the Atari. Yeah. I can also see your dad loving Leisure Suit Larry games. (laughs)
1: Leisure Suit Larry? Did
0: you ever play the Leisure Suit Larry?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: They were, those Sierra adventure games, did you ever Mm -hmm. play those Police Quests? Space Quest, King's Quest.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There and this I know what you're th- talking about. this can
0: lead in I mean, obviously with the Nintendo, both of us loved Maniac Mansion. And yes. it was it was a similar type of game where early on though you had to type in the commands. It wasn't even like it, it evolved to the point where you explored the world and your surroundings and you had to find things and clues and connect things and to proceed. You know, there were some puzzles to solve. And a lot of the times you'd have to type manually, look at wall, wow. and then the character would look at the wall and give you an explanation of what they saw. And if there was something that stood out, press crooked picture on wall, and like it was somewhat yeah. tedious. Uh, then they they evolved into the point where you had the icons and you would just click the eye or you click the hands and you could interact with the with the world that way. But those Leisure Suit Larry games, which were you know made for adults, which are not racy at all. But (laughs) as a kid, one of my friend's dads had Leisure Suit Larry and there were questions that you had to answer um, to get into the game to confirm your age in essence. Mm -hmm. And they were current event questions. Oh. Um, Current event meaning maybe five to ten years prior that a kid wouldn't know. Uh, I think some of them had to do with Watergate. Uh, (laughs) There were politics. There were sports... So, but it, we would just guess over and over. You get locked out. It's like, nope, you're not allowed to play this game. But there were only so many questions, and eventually you could figure it out. And we would get into the game, and you know, there's pixelated sexual situations, and it's it felt like we were really in some territory that we shouldn't have been in. Right. The Leisure Suit Larry games. You get into a hot tub with a woman, and you can stop the bubbles and see the top of the pixelated nipple.
1: Uh, it's like, oh, sweet!
0: Wow. And then you hear a noise upstairs and you think someone's coming down and you have to turn off the computer quickly because you don't want to be caught playing the games. <laughs> and then you save up enough money when you get older because Leisure Suit Larry seemed like it was something from your childhood even though you've only aged five years since then. And you're still a kid and there's now Leisure Suit Larry 2 and 3 and there's not a 4 because Al Lowe, the creator, said he was never going to create a 4. He says he said after Leisure Suit Larry 3, there's not going to be a 4. But then he decided he wanted to make more. So to stick to his word, he just jumped straight to five. Point was, <laughs> then there was this then there was this whole pack of games. And I remember buying those. And even at that age, it's 11, 12, whenever this is, and playing them on the computer at that point, I was like, I'm still scared I was going to get caught by my parents. Ooh. There was Man. Some, there was some uh, nudity later on. But it doesn't matter. It's a video game. It's a video game. And it didn't even look realistic at that point.
1: Yeah, but when you're a kid and. Y- y- you're excited by that. That means it's not for you.
0: No, you know I mean, I, if, if, if you're not
1: excited by it, then it's for you.
0: Of course, you're right in that, and just it just it is funny. Like if I were a parent at that point, and I caught my kid, and if you sat down and played the game, you really thought it was harmless and right. more comedic than anything. It wasn't really a sexy game. It was about a but loser. But when you're a
1: kid, I mean, just a little bit of boob. It's like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, even before you understand why. Yeah. Why? I like I like that. But anyway, yes. point was, I could see your dad playing those games for some reason. You should ask him.
1: Okay, I'll ask him. <laughs> <the laughs> Did you ever play Teacher Suit Larry? We never had it in the house.
0: Well, he was a console guy. He didn't sound like a PC gamer.
1: No, not a PC gamer.
0: So that's probably no. why you never had it in the house.
1: Mm-mm, we didn't.
0: Those other Sierra games, also, um, King's Quest, they were tough sometimes. And there was a hint line you could call. It was a one nine hundred number.
1: Yes, I did that once with uh, Mist. Do you remember? Mist? Oh yeah,
0: that I was- did that.
1: Oh, because Mist. Oh my God, Mist was amazing. I loved all the sounds in Mist. I feel like there are still sounds that I hear now. I'm like, oh, it's makes me think of
0: Mist. <laughs> But yeah, so
1: I called. I called the nine hundred number once, and I was like getting all these ideas and hints and what to do. And then my mom asked me. This is kind of like a theme in my life. My mom asked me if I did. I was like, no, I don't know what. No, and she never like busted me. She must have just known that I definitely did it. Remember with that episode where I took that little girl's like toy?
0: Yes, the theft episode.
1: The theft episode. When she asked me, like, did you steal this? I was like, nope. And she didn't, like, bring it back to me and be like, yo, yes, you definitely did steal that. You know, it's the same way with this. Like, you definitely called this number. I didn't call it. Your dad ain't playing missed.
0: They're trap questions. There's a phone bill with charges. Did you call this? No.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You're guilty, bitch. But, nope, she never brought it back. She just took what I said. probably definitely understood that I was lying, but.
0: Just didn't bust me on it. And the way those things always worked, you would connect. And I know this is, you know, maybe an outplayed joke, but it is true. The only reason I bring it up. I think they marked the time when, you know, the time on the call started when they were going to start charging you Mm -hmm. right now. And then you'd have to go through the menu, pick the game you wanted to get the hints for. Then you get there and there'd be some kind of um, sound bite from the game. Like the right. opening credits, the music would play, and you sat there for another fifteen to thirty seconds, having to listen to this. Right. And then there was always menus, and you had to get to the And the, f- the farther along in the game you were, uh, I I don't remember how much money I racked up, but I know that there was one one <gasps> month I got in a lot of trouble. uh Oh, <laughs> I knew better because I didn't ask permission. If it was something yeah. that it wasn't that big of a deal, I would have asked. It was. Yeah. It was that old. I'm going to ask forgiveness instead of permission.
1: See, I think I did it just thinking this will never come back and bite me. You know what I mean? That that your frontal lobe is not
0: fully, fully formed.
1: formed. <laughs> so you're just like, I'm just going to do this, and that'll be it. Yeah, I'll never could, hear about it again.
0: That could have been part of it too. I don't yeah. know. But those games were fun. I enjoyed those kind of games. I
1: loved Mist. Mist was still like beautiful and kind of scary. You're looking through somebody's stuff, and then they're giving you these mysterious videos sometimes in a book. Oh, it's so creepy and great.
0: I'm looking up Myst's graphics now.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet they're pretty bad. Well, I remember um, we ah. were on a computer, and we had to upgrade the video card and the sound card in it. We went to you know Best Buy and bought things to install on the computer.
0: Just for Myst to play?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Look, this came out in 1993, and... By today's standards, sure. I guess it's not so good, but it really isn't bad.
1: No, it actually, I would love to go back and play that.
0: It actually looks pretty. Like yeah, at it the is time, great. this was. I remember this, and it blew people's minds. I to go. So back. I didn't
1: play a lot of um, computer video games. Um, I would go over to my friend Anna's house again. She had like I guess the cooler things, and she had. Uh,
0: Did her parents?
1: Tales- it was either duck. Oh, she had Carmen Sandiego on the computer.
0: Yeah, that was when you were allowed to play in school. We were quite that
1: often. one was great.
0: There was no, there was another weird math, math game where you walked around as this guy with like a remote control. And this is stupid to bring up because I wasn't prepared, but that just triggered my my yeah. brain. I don't know if you remember that.
1: No, I don't remember a guy walking around with a remote. I remember that. That little like frog-looking guy that you would have to jump on like multiples of eight in the library <laughs> at school.
0: <laughs> the frog-looking guy. Oh yes, no, I remember that one.
1: Yeah. Sorry, it's like I'm... you could either play that or you could play Organ Trail.
0: I'm trying to look these up, and uh, because I don't like bringing up things that we don't actually know. Here is here's this one, outnumbered. The one I'm talking about is called outnumbered. Apparently, sorry, that was uh, the, I I pulled up the video. Stop. The ad for this. I, I can't even watch YouTube videos anymore. The ads pop up in the middle of everything. You get past oh, the I ad. Oh,
1: I have the, YouTube, the fancy YouTube.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. You're you're fancy. I watch a lot of YouTube. Outnumbered a Super Solvers math adventure developed by The Learning Company. Anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about, though, because I don't have much more to say. That was a, like a faint memory in my head that uh, came to light when you brought up Carmen San Diego. How far did you get in that one?
1: Um, it was usually Anna and I playing it, so probably a lot farther than <laughs> if I was by myself, because I don't know where. You know things are in the world. Like oh my god, at the end when uh, th- when those kids would have to like jump around on the map and like put flags in places, like, I don't, I can't do this.
0: <laughs> Did you ever catch car? I don't think I ever. That's why I'm asking, because the rankings in the game Gumshoe mm-hmm. obviously was the beginning. Uh, and then there were a number of other rankings. I think you got to investigate or maybe senior investigator, mm. a detective at some point with things in between. But when you got to the end is when you finally caught Carmen Sandiego. And I never caught her because you'd always yeah. get to the point and she'd be gone and you catch one of these other underlings.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: She had a whole network of criminals working for her. Would she even steal? Why was she a bad person? I
1: don't know. I bet you it's in the theme song.
0: What? From the, the,
1: from the show.
0: You think that's, in? I bet
1: you, I bet you they sing about what she's doing.
0: What is she doing?
1: She's just being sneaky in that red trench coat.
0: But I'd want to know what she's look she... at
1: her. She's up to no good.
0: Then she's stolen things. Is she murdering people?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You don't think about those things, you know? You're just like, whatever, Carmen, San Diego, she's bad.
0: Yeah, well, as a kid, bad person. Why? Yep. I told you she's bad. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because cause she's running from us.
0: So easily influenced. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go catch her and throw her in jail and ask no questions. No trial, um, Carmen.
1: <laughs> so you had regular Nintendo. Yeah, which... And then you also had Super Nintendo?
0: no. I never got the Super Nintendo, so at that point, there was a juncture you had a okay. choice to make. I, I knew people who had both the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo,
1: right? Mm-hmm. but
0: that, that wasn't going to fly. I had to choose one or the other, and I chose the Sega Genesis, Okay. because I liked Altered Beast, which was this <laughs> game where you ran around as a guy, and you could turn into these different creatures, a bear, or a dragon, or a wolf. It was a fighting, it was like a side-scrolling fighting game.
1: Well, everything was side-scrolling.
0: Yeah. Like well, them. Sorry. I mean, some some of it was over the top. Oh, yeah. Hubert. Marble <laughs> Madness. That wasn't straight over the top. That was more of a three-quarters angle down.
1: Yes, it was. So um, we have a Super Nintendo remote um, that's like a USB remote playing with these regular Nintendo games. And... I think that it makes a big difference when it comes to playing something like Marble Madness. Uh, to play like with this, maybe it's either just the newer technology, but I used to be so good at Marble Madness, and I and it's because I think, and I don't know if this is true, but I think that the Super Nintendo remote has a more dedicated left and right up down versus the regular Nintendo remote that has like an angle. Yeah. sort of feel you know like and I think with even A and B you can press harder or lighter depending on whatever but so with Marble Madness you have to have the subtlety of going sort of like sort of to the right but also up more than right you know and, and I cannot it's really frustrating to go back and play a game like that and really feel confident and realize how sucky you are at it now and I don't know whether I could just be blaming the remote but it might just be that I'm older and I forgot how to play it well I don't know but I'm what what i wanted to ask you what what games did you have that you were really good at and that you loved
0: well my, i think my favorite nes game and it still stands i would argue the test of time the ducktales game was great
1: oh so good
0: just the levels and the music the music
1: the music i
0: can remember the music the music will na, not na, 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 na,
1: na, 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 na. let me yes
0: which which level was that
1: was that Moon level?
0: I think that was moon level.
1: I think I, ha- I have it as my ringtone.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play <laughs> something for you. And I want you to tell me if you can remember what... Obviously, you're going to recognize yeah. the, the music. But let's see if you can know what level it is.
1: Oh, is this the ice one?
0: No. It's not I love the way these songs were built, though, because it's 8-bit <laughs> music, and you think, like, listen to all the different parts, like, the bass part in it. Yeah. The drums. That was the Amazon.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes
0: sense. I The game really does. It's amazing how this music, compared to other games, if I played a game, the music would come back, but this music lives in a different place in my brain. Yeah. There's something about it that it's like, oh yeah. And sometimes it'll just pop in there, like that game. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think it was maybe also they repeated the song, so I you <gasps> we weren't necessarily wrong. That was the Himalayas.
1: Yeah.
0: So yay. I'm sorry, Autumn. I'm sorry.
1: I fucking knew it.
0: I'm sorry, but they, they, that was pretty cheap then that they repeated it at that point.
1: Play the moon level because that's the best one.
0: <laughs> All right, pulling it up.
1: You have to edit. That. <laughs> oh, it's the playing, then, right?
0: Yeah, this is a person while they're playing. So, yeah, Scrooge but- McDuck is bouncing on people with his cane, and then he got some ice cream cones. Let me no, think. this
1: is bad. You have to get the just the just, just the, the music.
0: music. Here we go. <gasps> yes. It's very moving.
1: It is. <laughs>
0: so even good. as even as a kid I was moved by this. There was something exciting about being on the moon. And like being on the moon would be inspiring, awe inspiring, like wow. And I feel like that this hit that feeling quite well.
1: Oh here we go, ready?
0: dancing to it
1: so good
0: I have that game I I have the Nintendo in my closet but it's gotten to the point where the connections are they need to and I need to open up the whole thing and bend the connections and clean them because the games don't start they do the blue or the pink flashing screen and even the blowing into the cartridge which apparently never really did anything anyway (laughs) the the bigger thing was the cartridge is in you move it left to right to kind of Mm -hmm. uh, you know manipulate the contacts a bit in yeah. in the actual but that doesn't work anymore. So uh I have this and I would like to play this game.
1: You gotta come over to our house.
0: Yeah, because and you
1: play gotta. our play our so,
0: pie. so what else have you been playing? When you, you find yourself with access to any game. Yeah. Any game. You don't know what year it goes up to. It's a large selection, right? How do you even search through all this?
1: Uh with the top button on the because uh, it, it's a Super Nintendo controller it's the top button and that goes page by page and if you hold that down then it zips past really fast
0: so there's a list of all the games
1: every single game in alphabetical order
0: is there a thumbnail next to them or just the names
1: <gasps> yes it's amazing so up in the right so over onto the right of the screen next to the list there's a description of what the game is and then up and to the right there's like an example of someone playing the game it's oh, so it's, a move, it's
0: it's it moves. It's not just a thumbnail.
1: Right. And then it's like, so it's almost, it's also like a, a, um, there's like a banners on either side of the screen. And while you're playing the video game, because it's made for a different TV, right? Like the standards TV. So there's these banners on either side of the screen and they have like, I don't know, some, some sort of cartoon image of the game you're playing. So if it's like Mario... It's not like just a weird, you know, eight bit or sixteen bit sort of image. It's this sort of beautifully done illustration of the game you're playing. It's what amazing. did this thing cost? Well, our friend at uh, who makes Hoff Sauce, Aaron Hoffman, um, he has he had one, and we when we were visiting them um, a couple months ago, he was showing it to us, and. Travis and I were really excited about it and wanted to play a a ton of it and we're checking it out. And apparently he brings this thing out for a lot of people that come over and not everyone is as impressed as we were. So I think he was really a sort of appreciative of how much we liked it. And so um, Michelle said the minute we left, he started like ordering stuff for it and he made it for us. So he, he like he just made another one for us and I don't know how we, I don't know how I think you can download all of this and then, install it into this sort of hard drive called a Raspberry Pi. And then maybe what you can look for is called a Retro Pi. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's just this magic tiny little box that looks like a little Nintendo. It's amazing, though. The
0: information on the games was so small. Like, you couldn't store that much information at the time. Yes. So now now this is
1: thousands of games. Yeah, because they're not
0: that big by any means. And you can put it all And
1: not only is it purely just... The video game, it includes graphics so that you can see the preview for it. There's illustrations for each one. It's crazy.
0: It blows my mind that people weren't impressed by it. I Maybe video games weren't that big of people's lives... The way games used to be because you couldn't really save. They started getting a save function on some games, but you either had to play the game. If you had to mm-hmm. take a break, you had to pause it and then hope that nobody turned it off or someone did step too hard on the floor and shake the Nintendo. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> and right. That
0: would ruin it too. Yeah. But I feel like... Especially
1: w- as the Nintendo's got like a little bit more sketchy <laughs> the longer you have. Them.
0: Yeah. I, it seemed like there was a good balance though. Like I played a lot of video games as a kid, but I was also outside of a lot. Yeah because again the game was the game and it couldn't you know i i don't play video games too much now but i do i have a playstation 4 uh meaning there was a stupid statement meaning i do play video games it wasn't i don't play video games that much but i do play them that much that's not what i meant by that i'm overthinking that (laughs) what do you mean what are you talking about no but i'll play them and that red dead redemption 2 which i really really enjoyed and got into I found myself at one point I had played it 12 hours straight. Maybe maybe taking a break to pee or get some food or a snack but the time flew through the night and I I didn't even get that far in the game because you can just wander around and do things. Um, And I still haven't finished it but that's because at this point, spoiler alert if you haven't, it's been out long enough but seriously if you ever want to play it and you don't want to know any plot points just skip ahead. I'll talk about this for a minute or two. Arthur Morgan, the guy you play, I really created this bond with him. Like, I really enjoyed being him as a character. And he gets sick. He gets tuberculosis. And at the end of the game, I figured he was going to die. I knew, because if you played the first Red Dead Redemption, uh, you got you played this guy John Marston, and he ends up dying at the game, at the end of the game. And this one's a prequel to that. So... I thought, you know, what's going to happen? You're going to die, and you're going to play as John. And people who played the first one are really going to love that. But I didn't really play the first one. I did once, and I didn't care that much. And Arthur's going to die, and I don't want that to happen. But it turns out, maybe with uh, you know a third of the game left, he gets sick, and it's a slow death. It's not even like at the end he gets shot and killed. Like, I thought maybe you suffer with this character you're playing as his, his condition leads to his demise, and he deteriorates. And it's very sad. And in my mind... I think maybe that's a real universe and I'm in control of that universe and if I don't finish the game, Arthur won't actually die in that universe. I'm just going to let him live, but he's already sick.
1: So no matter what you do in the game, you'll always get sick at some point?
0: Yeah, there's nothing you can do. You're going to get sick. That is part of it. And
1: then what do you do? Do you just, can you like real time lay in a bed and die? (laughs) Well, you
0: continue on. So the game, I mean, it's a pretty complex, emotional, deep game. Wow. Uh, You're part of this gang. Uh, You know, it's set in the late 1800s and the outlaw Wild West lifestyle is kind of not existing the way it did law is cracking down on it and these people find themselves being phased out and then Arthur has been a part of this gang and the leader of the gang is a guy that uh, uh, his name's Dutch but you know you you kinda followed him blindly and you start to question him and he makes questionable decisions and you're right to question him and so ultimately as you're sick and dying everyone else in the game starts treating you like shit they, because they know that you're sick. So that's mm. a weird thing. But you're also, you continue to go instead of just laying down and dying because you're starting to question these things. And that's where your redemption, wow. that's where your redemption is. I see. Because you've turned on this guy who's, uh, turns out to be a real jerk. But uh, yeah, I haven't finished it because I don't want Arthur to die. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's an emotional yeah. game. It's not like uncle Scrooge <laughs> getting all the treasures from the other rich duck that nobody likes. Like they're both assholes.
1: He's well, over. and it's interesting what you said about you know, we used to we we grew up with video games, but they were not the video games like they are now where you can play for 12 hours. I couldn't play Paperboy for 12 hours.
0: No, because it was boring.
1: <gasps> no. After
0: 12 after two, after a few well, hours yes, of after Paperboy. Hours. A lot of the games were repetitive like that. Like, but that's
1: maybe that was better.
0: Excite Bike, for example.
1: Love Excitebike. Bike? Yeah,
0: it's fun, but it's not something
1: for like 10 minutes, it's
0: fun. Like the value of some other games, even though it's a short game and you beat it, it's worth playing again. And I'm going to use DuckTales as an example again because okay. it's the, the ultimate example of it. But something like Excite Bike to me, it's like I played it. And then at some point, you know, like I've, I've done that, been there, done that. And I don't really feel like playing it again until I'm older and there's a nostalgia part that kicks in. Sure. Which doesn't mean there's no worth to it.
1: No, it's just a different thing.
0: And I think we went off. I went off on this tangent. What I was originally asking was, people weren't impressed by this, which made me think where they video games probably weren't. Maybe they weren't as part of everyone's childhood as I thought they were. But I th- I think it was easier to integrate into your life because it didn't dominate your life. Right. So that's why it was just he brings this emulator out, and people yeah, who cares? What? I see. No, you-
1: I I was impressed that it was every game.
0: So when you first got it, what games were you playing? I assume the games that you played as a kid.
1: Oh yeah, I went to like Wizards and Warriors. Did you ever play that one?
0: I didn't play that one, no.
1: It was great. <laughs> um, uh, I checked out a lot of games that I hadn't played in a, like um stuff I didn't have access to, like Super Mario World on uh Super Nintendo. I was always really interested in playing that because it was so clean and beautiful looking and I loved Yoshi. And I just always wanted to have Yoshi around. Like I hated being in the castles when you had to leave Yoshi behind because I just wanted to have Yoshi. It was so cute. I even, because I didn't have a Super Nintendo, I bought the Yoshi game that was almost like a Dr. Mario type of thing where you have to like, but it's barely about Yoshi. And I was really sad about it. I didn't like it that much. Well, that
0: was another trick too. Yeah. Dr. Mario is, a, no, this is just a Dr. puzzle Mario's game. Dr. Mario's amazing. It, it, as a game and one of those puzzle games, yes. But they just tacked Mario onto it to help sell copies. Sure. It could have been anybody. That wasn't a Mario game. No, you're just, right. Uh, Mario
1: the, is a plumber.
0: Yeah, Mario <laughs> was on the cover and his name's in the title and people bought it for that reason. Yeah. And the same but thing with Doctor Mario's
1: I could, I, Travis won't play me in Dr. Mario because I am so good at it. <laughs> He's scared. Well, he does, not and I'm um, hockey too. I was really good at ice hockey.
0: I challenge you. Oh,
1: bring it on!
0: You were just playing the the generic ice hockey.
1: Yeah, not mm-hmm.
0: blades of steel.
1: No, I never played blades of blades of steel.
0: Double treble.
1: Um, I played. Oh, I went and found Lion King because I kind of went. I I didn't immediately go to the games that. I had nostalgia for it. It was more like oh, I can get the games that I never got to play. Like I went to find a boy in his blob. We talked about that. Which I is insane. Before the show started.
0: You collected jelly beans, right? And you fed yes. them to the blob and the jelly beans did different things.
1: The the turning the blob into certain into different things based on what jelly beans you fed him helped you like solve puzzles in the game.
0: But it was very even with the game genie. Yeah. The cheat codes for that. A lot of the Game Genie codes is just all right. We're opening this game up. You can't die, you can't lose. Even a boy in the blob, a boy in his blob, then they didn't offer you that. Like, you can have three extra of these peppermint jelly beans. Oh, wow, thanks. That
1: turns them into a ladder.
0: (laughs) It's like, thanks. (laughs) Still a challenge. Yeah, I don't even know
1: what the point of a boy in his blob What was it? What do you do?
0: (laughs) I like, look, in theory, I really like that that game exists. Just the name. And then, but the, the premise—you have a blob, and you feed him jelly beans. But I, I don't know. So keep telling me what else you were playing. Like so, Lion King, for example. I assume you played it other places.
1: I played it at my friend's house.
0: And but you uh, never had it. You never had it yourself. And the right, uh, the and I never had
1: it. And she was good at things on it because she had it, and I wasn't because I didn't. I didn't have enough practice. Um, so yeah, and then I went and found so, um. I had a babysitter who's I was friends with her son and his name was Patrick. I don't need to why do I have to say his name? Um, we were like buddies growing up and we played a ton of Mario 2. Like a ton. We were constantly trying to play Mario 2. And baseball. We played a lot of baseball. So in this game, I'm sorry, in this um emulator, there's a like a ton of baseball games, and I keep looking for the one that I think was the one that we played. And I keep thinking, oh, I think this one was it. And then I'll go to the next one. I'm like, well, wait, maybe this one was it. I don't know which one it was. So I'm like searching for this memory, which is a weird kind of (laughs) concept to think about. I'm just searching for this thing that's supposed to be the memory. And it will help me remember.
0: There was one just called baseball, I think. Yeah. So you've tried that one, not that one.
1: I've tried a couple. I don't, I still don't remember which ones they were.
0: RBI baseball. Did you try that one?
1: Yeah. I've tried like three. <laughs> um, uh, do you remember the water level in Donkey Kong Country and how amazing that music is?
0: I don't re- recall. I Donkey Kong Country, I liked. I don't recall the music. Let me pull that one up too. Let's just have a music Yeah, episode. there's a
1: water part in it. And I, um, for a while, not this, not recently. This was like a long time ago when I had a boyfriend that had, I guess, a Super Nintendo. And we would get to the water level and then just pause or like, keep it on there and just go somewhere safe and, and take a nap (laughs) because the music was so great.
0: I don't know if this is it. This says, no, this is Donkey Kong country three. Aquatic ambiance. I don't know if I want to play this one because this could be the whole underground. Is this Why does this keep coming up? I don't know, Autumn. I'm going to keep looking for it.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, there were a lot of. There's a lot of um, video games that the music is really important to me. What is this? This is it. Okay. So
0: good. This is an HD restoration to uncompressed glory. So when they put the game, the music on the games, they had to compress them. Sure. So this has probably got a fuller sound. Oh, I love it. It is very peaceful.
1: Just <laughs> someone mining in this.
0: It's nice. It's a nice song. So good. It's it's amazing how much it changed so quickly. The music when you could yeah yeah,
1: yeah. from like what did we play <laughs> even the um the the uh. DuckTales versus that. It's crazy how different Well,
0: you that listen. Is. So, uh, there's so many things I want to talk about. I but, know. Uh, I, was,
1: I want to get to Vice City.
0: I have this pulled up, though, from Bubble Bobble, which was a good game for NES because two people could play at once. Mm-hmm. You remember Bubble Bobble?
1: Is that the same as Bust a Move? No. You're oh, the, it's like the same little guys, right?
0: Yeah. You're these two little. Yeah. I think you're supposed to be dinosaurs, but they look more like baby dragons to me. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you just blow bubbles out of your mouth, and you capture bad guys, and you have to pop the bubbles to kill them. Uh, and they were just level after level, and the same song repeated throughout. But this is one I remember. Oh. You hear that bassline? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's great. Uh oh, call repeat.
0: And then I think it goes on for another 30 seconds and then it just repeats. And so the whole time you're playing this game, this is the song. It's catchy. Yeah. And then we were also listening to the Maniac Mansion music that uh, one night, which. I before this... wait,
1: before we go too far with that, I just want to say with Bubble Bobble. Um, over the past week, I've been playing uh, Bust a Move, which is the same little characters during the Von Hessler Doctrine in a screen next to everything, and I just beat it today. It was on. I beat it at eleven level one hundred. So you one hundred levels.
0: You are playing video games where you're supposed to be doing. Well,
1: Bubble Bobble is just one of those like you aim the bubble at other things so that they pop if there's. You know, you mean than... Busta Move? Oh, sorry, yeah, Busta Move. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah.
0: the same characters. What do they operate?
1: Uh, yeah, they operate like a little uh, thing that um, aims the bubbles
0: at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Just repurposing of them.
1: Yep, that's my Doctor. See, I like the Doctor Mario version of games. So oh, yeah, so Maniac Mansion,
0: which which came up earlier when I was talking about the Sierra adventure games. Um, that was like Lucasfilm, wasn't it? Yes. Maniac Mansion, a Lucasfilm game.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Which another <laughs>
0: premise? Which, which which a strange thing? A meteor comes to Earth, makes this scientist guy turn crazy and murderous, yeah. and kidnaps a woman, and then you, as Dave, need to put together a team of two other people to go with you to save your girlfriend who's been kidnapped by this scientist doctor who is out of his mind because of a meteor. And his
1: wife and his son. At this
0: mansion. Yeah, the wife and the son are in the game. And again, it's one of those go-to, look at, pick up, use. Yeah. So you really have to explore your whole surroundings and then they did different characters Bernard and Wendy and Razor. And...
1: (laughs) Yeah, they all have different skills that can be useful
0: in the game. And there were several different ways to beat the game.
1: And... You could be playing for hours and then all of a sudden press a button, you find a button and you press it and the house explodes and the game is over. That's and it. there is no going back. There's no getting any of that time back. You're fucking done. And
0: that's the end, yeah. The button. There's that button at the bottom of the pool. Right. So at one point in the game, if you've never There's another played way it, to
1: kill yourself too, I think. There's,
0: there's plenty. There's plenty of ways. At one point, though, you have to you drain the pool. Then there's a key at the bottom of the pool. There's also a nuclear reactor at the bottom of the pool, at least the cooling uh, coils, which are being cooled by the pool. That's why if you drain the pool, the house will blow up if you don't fill the pool up to...
1: Within a certain amount of time. Yeah,
0: because there's a me- meltdown, the nuclear meltdown. <laughs> but there's that button at the bottom of the pool that says, do not press. You're, you're like, pr- I'm you, not press that. You press it, and the house <laughs> blows up.
1: Lucas is like, I told you not to press it
0: and then but you can kill off the character if you're if you put someone at the bottom of the pool then you fill the pool back up they drown yep and then there's a two
1: and all their stuff's gone
0: yeah I love it the end of the game uh, well one of the ends well any of the ends I guess if some of the characters die weird Ed uh, which is the son he he apologizes uh, or maybe it's his dad whoever because his dad's no longer under the spell of the of the meteor he's like Mm -hmm. sorry about your friends (laughs) 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 Yeah, Sorry your friends have died
1: (sighs) What a fucking crazy game But that that also had really great music
0: Well that was an interesting game because uh, It existed Outside of Nintendo Nintendo is a very family friendly platform And I'm surprised they even allowed that game To be ported over in the first place Because it's a relatively dark game With the kidnapping and the fact that these
1: Bloody knives
0: Yeah they're just bloody knives on the kitchen wall And a chainsaw Which the chainsaw you could pick up and you never actually had served no purpose in the game, yeah. Which always annoyed me because like I got a chainsaw and you could never use it for anything because you couldn't find gas for it. That's that's what it's like. I can't find gas for the chainsaw. A red herring. But uh, there's a couple of the characters. I know razors one and I forget who else. If you if you steal the hamster from Weird Ed's room, you can put it in the microwave and kill it. And Nintendo didn't know about this at the time. It was originally in the game, and I think they wanted that out of the game. But then it stayed in the game, and Nintendo got really angry about this, that you could kill this hamster in the microwave, which is a pretty fucked up thing to do.
1: Yeah.
0: You steal a guy's hamster, and if you take it back to him, he kills you, from what I recall. He does? Yeah, I think that you die at that point, or maybe just throws you in the dungeon.
1: He probably puts you in the dungeon. I don't think they can kill you.
0: He loved his hamster so much. I don't think it showed him killing you, but it may have just cut to a tombstone outside.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar.
0: And you're dead because you killed this hamster and then gave it back to him. <sighs> but it was it was one of the weirdest games for Nintendo, and I loved it. I loved, I loved it. it too.
1: Um, I think something that you and I bonded over when we were uh, friends a long time ago was Grand Theft Auto Vice City.
0: Oh, because I had it at the time. That was yes. I had the PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the protagonist, Tommy Versetti, he reminded me of someone we worked with. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Which I know that's too inside now. Even if we gave the name, some people would know who it was. But yeah. if, if there was anyone listening, they may not know. He was a DJ at 96 Rock in Atlanta at the time. <laughs> it just reminded me of him so much.
1: Um, The music in that game, I fucking
0: loved. Well, because I'm- they... They, yeah, They took real 80s music.
1: I I would, at some, there were a lot of points where I just got in the car and put it on the the couple stations that I liked, and I would just drive around because I wanted to hear the music.
0: Yeah, just living a normal life. It's like, I'm just yeah. going to go out for a drive and listen to the radio stations.
1: I'll just die in your arms tonight.
0: That's what Rockstar did with those Grand Theft Auto games that you know, there's violence in them, but it's satirical. <laughs> like the whole game itself is showing how ridiculous society is. Mm. And uh I don't I they put so much work into the radio, just the radio stations because yes, the soundtrack of the game is very important for setting the whole tone and it gives you options. So, someone like you, you had the couple stations that you liked.
1: And, and they it, had commercials?
0: Yeah, writing the commercials, the talk yeah. stations, writing talk station content and then yeah. recording it. It's a lot. It, it is. There's a I,
1: lot of unnecessary input into the game.
0: Well, that's where games have gone. I mean, They're becoming top-selling forms of entertainment more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Movies, books. I mean, it is there. And it's maybe rightly so because so much work goes into it now. So much to create every small detail of these worlds. Um, You know, and as you're still talking about it or you will play the game to not even really play the game. You would just go exist in that world. It's the trade-off, though. It's, like, pretty amazing, right? That this exists, but it also is consuming a lot more than it used to be. It consumes your life if you're into this.
1: Well, yeah, because and even when, like you said, even when you're not really playing the game, you can just exist in the world and just kind of mill around and look around and find things. And you can even play that vigilante mode where you like go on missions and help people in the game, which is not the point of the game.
0: It's a nice thing to do. Yeah, go help people, as the criminal.
1: Yep, redeem yourself.
0: Well, as it progresses, I think that's you know, they're designed to do this now. They want you to play as much. They want to create an experience, which is still a great value too. Let me just—you can talk argue the health benefits of sitting in front of a TV or a computer and playing games for hours on end and not interacting with people and how that takes a toll. But you know, games and there are different editions that come out. But ultimately when something's sixty dollars still yeah. and you get that much for it. I feel like Nintendo games, NES games are forty bucks. So they don't seem to have especially with the value these days, you're getting so much more. And I think the Yeah, price, think about
1: what Tetris was and yeah. paying like fifty bucks or whatever for that.
0: And now you're paying twenty dollars more and you're getting a lot more. So the value for video games I think still definitely exists. It is pretty yeah. pretty insane that that price point has remained but uh, as they progress you know with virtual reality or even outside of that we've already second remember second life yeah I never played it I didn't either but that was that's that's people abandoning their real lives right or living their real lives just doing what they have to do so they can get back to well the second life but right, because be-
1: their second life was better than their real life.
0: Yeah, because you could create whatever you wanted. Whatever right, and you-, you
1: had the anonymity behind it in a way that if you were a shy person, you didn't have to be so shy because you weren't really there.
0: Yeah, you could be the ladies' man or the men's lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite, right?
1: Yeah, I think. Ladies' man,
0: yeah, men's The, lady. the, the, the man's
1: <laughs> lady. I'm a man's lady.
0: Yeah, in mean, that world, you get to be—the uh, fact that—and there were real monetary transactions taking place. So someone had oceanfront property on this fake ocean, and they would sell it to someone else in that game. And it is it is the way real life works. Why—if you're buying property in front of the ocean, it's, well, one, because it's pretty, or two, you're trying to impress people. It's a status symbol, but that right. carried over to the game second life and then with, but, but here's the thing you don't really get to have sex like even if you have sex in that game it's not real sex so i don't I don't understand and then you can't break away though like it it
1: but was... you can talk to the other person you're having sex with like through a microphone right
0: uh i I assume I never played second life yeah I, I, didn't either I, so I, I
1: bet you could do like a weird sort of phone sex thing
0: uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm done <laughs> No, I am done too
1: Okay, goodbye. Talk, talk to you next week.
0: But at, as, at the point where this stuff becomes even more immersive, where you can you know, strap on virtual reality or yeah. even somehow get into the game even more, that's going to happen, right?
1: I guess so. <clears throat> um, I feel like the virtual reality is not perfect. I feel like those, those um, masks and then the things that you hold I see videos of them, but I've never seen it in the wild. You know, I've never seen anyone actually have those things.
0: Yeah, it's it's disorienting also. And maybe yeah. virtual reality isn't what carries you there, but I think at some point you're going to be able to immerse yourself to a level that completely takes you out of reality and people are going to live there. That is where they're going to stay. Yeah.
1: And then it will be too perfect. So they'll leave that virtual reality that has become their main reality and then they'll do things like, you know, I don't know, self-flagellation, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> hurting themselves so that they can feel pain, so that they can <laughs> experience something.
0: It brings you out of it. I mean, yeah. I, the, the point is if you're actually connecting your head to this world somehow, the pain in the game would translate into your actual body. So you probably- Yeah, but you couldn't.
1: wouldn't do anything that gives brings you pain if you're sure, creating you would your av- own world.
0: You would avoid it. Right. It just, it's, it's crazy. I. No, I don't think anyone's doing this maliciously. There's nothing nefarious about it. But it's just the evolution of these games from yeah. from Bubble Bobble with the same song that plays over and over. It's like, yeah, here's a thing to distract you for a little bit of time. You have some yeah. fun with your friends to uh here's a thing that your real life now. Yeah. So true. Choose- and we're not there yet, but well, I think
1: about what you did with that wasn't even virtual reality, but with Red Dead Redemption 12 hours?
0: Yeah, there's game and that that's only I didn't even do you much. You
1: lived most of your life that day on th- that video game.
0: And I was really getting into it. I was there cho- the game is immersive and it sounds boring, but there's an honor system. Like there's a sliding scale and you can have higher honor, which is how I went into play. And you can build that. You do chores around the camp. You carry bales of hay. You take buckets of water. It's like, "Well, I got to help out everyone in my camp today. Got to go hunting so we have some food." I was <laughs> treating it and I'm not even a person who's into video games that much. Yeah. So I see how easy it is to fall right. into it.
1: Especially if your real life is real shitty, or if you don't like who you are in real life, it's easy to sort of immerse yourself into something where you're someone better.
0: And who's to say that this isn't allowed? I don't think anyone has the right to tell you that you're not allowed to do this. But when Well, pres- not
1: allowed.
0: Well, it's going to change society. Like, I what is our existence? That's uh, you know, an argument that can be had. Uh, what's the point of it? Uh, maybe there is no point. Some people are like, oh, but you know, work is so important. You got to work. Your worth comes from work. And you know, there's already that thing. You're already spending all day playing video games. I don't necessarily believe that your worth comes from work. I think work can right. be rewarding and fulfilling, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's where your worth comes from. But a lot of our society is set up with that kind of thinking. Um, so this goes in direct, uh, it's a direct conflict of that. So at some point, though, if that becomes more of a reality. Those that scale's going to tip and then what is our existence? Does our existence actually become the existence of that? And then I guess you kind of get into the matrix and stuff, which you know <laughs> these these questions have been asked before, but you know, they're worth asking because that seems to be the path that we're on.
1: I think uh philosophically you can ask those questions, but in reality that's not real what you're doing. And what you're putting your head in to sort of go to this other space—that's not reality. This is re- reality is reality, and you're never gonna, you're never gonna put somebody in an alternate reality.
0: But how do you know? How do you know? Call we're
1: not, that reality.
0: How do you know we're not in a simulation right now, like a Sims game?
1: Well, I guess I can't know that.
0: The the, the Sims. Was, but I'm
1: pretty sure we're not.
0: <laughs> I mean, Sims was a big one too, where. People oh, yeah, spent I played
1: so a lot of Sims.
0: And it was get a home, get a job, go to work, got yeah. go to eat, got to go bathroom. to the bathroom. <laughs> <What's> the, <laughs> why? Why are you playing a game? But there's something about that that pulls people in. And it's, it's mainly because, yes, they get to create a life that isn't the life they have. They have more control over it. Yeah. Yeah. And people just want control, and everyone wants to have a great life where they're good looking and to get to bang everyone they want and have the best. Right, job but at
1: you're work. never gonna say that that's reality, just because let's say that that turns into y- your where you spend most of your reality, it doesn't mean it's reality.
0: No, I know what you're saying, but when I ask, how do you know we're not in simulation now? The same way I didn't finish Red Dead Redemption Two because I thought maybe Arthur exists <laughs> out there. And if I finish this, he's going to die like that. Maybe the Sims is a real world and someone's controlling us here. And this is getting way out there, which is not really where I want to go. But, uh, you know, that's just the line of thinking. I don't even want to call it reasoning, just thinking Mm -hmm. (laughs) that I have. And sure, our reality is our reality. And what you're saying is true that that doesn't. But if everyone's doing it at some point, why doesn't that become reality? Because
1: it's not real.
0: Then you long for the days of going back to a boy and its blob. Which by the way, mm-hmm. the 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 planet Blob blob Blobolonia. Mm-hmm. Blobalonia is threatened by an evil emperor and okay. the blob flees to Earth seeking help. The blob crash lands on Earth and finds the boy. The team they team up in order to dethrone the evil emperor. First by completing a quest on Earth and then by travelling to Blobalonia.
1: Yeah. I traveled to Blobalonia, but I didn't know what to do there, and so I just like went back to Earth and like walked around and couldn't figure out how to get up there, and then I stopped playing.
0: <laughs> there you go. There's there's the plot of a boy and his blob. Uh, yep. But to wrap this up, I know that <laughs> <laughs> I know that you uh had some other things on your uh, list of video games.
1: Um, only one last thing, which was I started playing Super Mario World because I never got to play it, and um, Travis showed me all these secret worlds and levels that you can get to, and it just got to the point where I couldn't get past the levels anymore, and I just stopped playing. It's just sitting there, saved somewhere, saving up some space in this weird emulator thing. I don't know what to do with it. I can't figure. It. I'm just you just get done. You know what I mean? Like it's past. It's past where I can't. I just can't do anything anymore. Which reminds me of the newer games um, that are not in a two D space, they're in the three D space. I have a lot of trouble with those. And I think it's because I was just raised on this two D world that I can't I cannot play Fortnite. I cannot I cannot figure out how to go I can't do the two controllers where one is forward and one is turning.
0: Like a camera.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't do it.
0: One's movement, and one's kind of turning your head and looking yeah, around. Yeah,
1: I, I cannot. Or like those shooting ones. There was one where, um, Travis was trying to teach me how to do. It. I was like, I'm a, I like video games. I feel like I can do this. I'm a smart person. I can do this. So I went in and I did like the training. And I was like, okay, I kinda, I get the feel of the. Of the controllers I, got, I I can do it And we were sort of fighting each other We were in these buildings right and then you had to sort of Sneak over and maybe kill each other And I could not get him Like I could not I was I was standing still And he was running over and around me And then would stand still And I still couldn't get him because I cannot Do it like I can't Navigate this world of 3D I can only do it flat In front of me
0: but you brought up Vice City that was the same thing and you did but that you were one.
1: always behind him.
0: But you could. There was one of the joysticks controlled what was around. You could look around from whatever you call.
1: <sighs> You're right. I guess I could do Vice City for some reason. Maybe that, Maybe something was different about that because all the other ones that were on, um, like, PlayStation, I can't. I had a really hard time with. Even with, like, Katamari. Did you ever play Katamari Damacy? Is that the
0: one where you roll up the world? Yes. <laughs> you roll a ball around to collect things?
1: Yes, so good, but again this 3d world where it's like "Ah, I can't figure out how to I just can't I can't navigate smoothly. I guess
0: I like that. I
1: wasn't very good at Vice City. I just really liked playing it
0: like driving around
1: Yeah, I liked watching that one. That was a good one to watch just like um What's that one? That's like all about there's a dragon Fuck what is it? It's a it's a very beautiful gigantic world Skyrim!
0: Yeah, I never played that one.
1: Ooh, it's so fun to watch. That's one that's like, I don't, you know, you can only watch someone play a video game for so long. This one is like, you know, I could sit here all day. It's so beautiful, and there are animals that that you can find and look at you, and you can follow them around. And I used to, like, that the fox, there was a fox that definitely would come find us whenever we played.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think if you can do it. You're giving up too easily. Think of uh, Duck Hunt. The lesson from Duck Hunt: mm. putting the gun up to the screen. Okay, like, hey, I want to challenge myself. You keep practicing, and you'll get this. Uh, you'll get this down, Pat. All um, right. I'm looking at my list. There were just so many things to talk about because yeah. it was a wide. I mean, you know, it wasn't really focused uh, on any specific. But I think we covered a lot of it. I uh, think so too. I was gonna bring up the video games that were difficult to beat, and then you beat them, and there was no ending. It just yeah. it, it just said thanks for playing and some credits.
1: That's what happened to me with Busta Move. It was just like, All right. Done. You, yep, you beat the boss guy and the credits.
0: <laughs> How'd you feel cool. at that point? I was like, oh. You, you put so much time into that.
1: Now what am I gonna do during more headlines?
0: <laughs> more sports talk. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You'll find something else.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I'll play it again. Are we good? Are we good? We're done?
0: Yeah, I think we're done. i d I'm just pausing because there's we're done. There's just so much to talk about. And uh oh, whatever. I probably had other points. I think we made plenty of points. Okay. Um so yes, thanks for listening to this episode of One Topic. Autumn's got some promotional stuff to throw your way.
1: Yeah, if you want to go check out some really great um locally made small batch hot sauces, you can go to Hoffandpepper.com. They have barbecue sauce, they have hot sauce, they have green sauce, they have super hot, more hot sauce, they have uh, dirty dust, which is like a fun rub that you can put on things that make it spicy. It's not so spicy that you're going to be so upset and so mad at your mouth for being so spicy hot. It's this beautiful, warm, amazing, tasty hot sauce. So go check it out, hoffandpepper.com. You can get 15% off if you use our code, uh, 1TOPIC15. Also, um, I am on Ah, uh, Radio Labyrinth, which good luck spelling labyrinth. If you just start putting in "lab" in iTunes, you can find it with Ah uh, Tim Andrews and Jeff Lieboff. We talk about pop culture, movies, TV. Um, go check out that podcast. And also, please rate and review our podcast. One topic, subscribe, tell your friends, enjoy your life.
0: Anything I'm hey, you I'm have? on another podcast called Usual Rejects, and it's also. Pop culture, movie, TVs, and it's competing with Radio Labyrinth. So Ooh. go, uh, go listen to that, and rate and review. <laughs> Good job, you did it. Do the stuff you're supposed to do. It's just everyone says that. Everyone says. I know. I mean, I understand why. But
1: it helps you know. with like iTunes. It helps get noticed on iTunes.
0: Just tell people about the show if you like it. Yeah. And uh, maybe they'll listen to it, and they will, and they'll question why you like it. Or maybe they'll love it even more than you.
1: And then you guys can talk about it.
0: Yeah. Then you have something to talk about and keep your friendship afloat. Anyway, until next time. And Super Mario Bros. 2 I wanted to talk to you about because obviously that wasn't (laughs) a Super Mario. It's okay. Everyone knows the story behind it because you brought it up, but uh, it's not—it's not a real Mario game,
1: right? It was there was a weird Mario two that came out, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is it, this?" It
0: was well—it was, it was a lot like the first Mario, but it was too hard. Nintendo said for America and Japan, it came out. And yeah, said, it and it
1: hard. was a lot like Mario one.
0: Yeah, and they said it's too hard for Americans, and then they just changed that one game, Doki Doki Panic.
1: Is that what it was called?
0: Yeah, and then they put Mario characters in it. If you look that up, it's exactly... I love that game. It's it's the same. And then uh, I was going to bring up Sega CD because that thing was a piece of shit. Really? Yeah, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) We can include this in the end.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this can be included. (laughs)